The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball with Robin Wheelhouse. Wheelhouse could not make it today, so you are stuck with me alone. But I do want to thank everyone who did listen to that episode. He is the new co-host. I've changed the name of the show. I wish he could have been here. I waited till 9.30 for him. We were supposed to do it at 7, but I got to go to bed. I got to go to bed and wake up at 4.30 in the morning. Just found out today, folks, at lunch that we got to work Saturday. We're so far behind, we got to work Saturday. So if you remember, I worked Sunday, so now I'm working seven days in a row. Why did I do it? Anyway, I don't mind. It's more money. So let's talk about the Oakland series real quick. Monday, Apollo 11, because we've got a lot to get into, but let's get the Oakland series out of the way. Cool stuff on Monday. Uh, Oakland series, they went 11-1, Apollo 11 night. How crazy is that, that they score 11 runs when they're celebrating Apollo 11 night? 11 runs, Alvarez hits his 11th home run, and Garrett Cole strikes out. 11 hitters. Speaking of Jordan Alvarez, in that game, he got his 35th RBI in his first 30 games, which is a Major League Baseball record. And he passed Albert Pujols, who you know is one of the best players that has came around in a long time. A lot of us just remember that he's an old man that has a bad contract, but he's still decent. But... When Albert Pujols came on the scene, he was very good. And if he had the record, that means he was one of the best rookies ever. And just think about this, folks. you got someone on your team that is better than Albert Pujols was as a rookie. So just think about that. Think about that. We already got Bregman, Altuve, uh, Correa, Springer. We're stacked. So Garrett Cole went seven innings, two hits, one run allowed, 11 strikeouts. Uh, Alvarez, Yuli Gurriel, Diaz, the Cuban connection, all three of them home runs. Diaz's first game back. Astros win big, 11-1. to one. Seven runs in one inning, four in the other. So all 11 runs were all together, not spread out. Tuesday was the Wade Miley game. We lose 4-3. to three. If you didn't watch this game, Wade Miley goes through eight innings. I had said before that he couldn't even pitch six. He barely pitches six. And he goes eight. Eight strong innings. No runs allowed. They send him in in the ninth inning. He allows a hit and a walk. And Osuna comes in to replace him. Gives up a three-run homer. Astros were up two to zero at the time. The lead is gone. The lead is gone in the top of the ninth inning, 3-2. to two. Osuna gets out of it. I mean, nobody else scores after that. But 
the damage was done. But the Astros came back, tied it up. Diaz had a sack fly. Brought in uh, Miles Straw, I believe. But McHugh gave up the winning run. Two-thirds of an inning, one walk and two hits. Not good. I talked about how good McHugh was last time. Not this time. Uh, Brantley, Yuli Gurriel, Max Stassi. Two hits each. Good job, Max Stassi. So Wednesday, it was a day game. Astros win 4-2. to I didn't get to see this when I was at work. It was a Justin Verlander game. And six innings, no runs, and 11 strikeouts in six innings. The last podcast, we talked about five awesome pitching uh, starts in a row for the uh, rotation. Well, now it's eight. So Cole gives up a run. Miley gives up two. And then Justin Verlander gives up zero. So that's eight in a row. That's amazing. Uh, Springer and Altuve both had two run homers. We win the game four to two. Altuve went three for four. Yuli Gurriel one for three. Uh, he is now hitting 294. Wow. Uh, Springer had a hit. He's hitting 295. And Chirinos had a hit. He's hitting 231. Chirinos was flirting. He was flirting with hitting under 200, but he's starting to do better. So let's talk about this. I'll, I'll give you the uh, pitching matchups for St. Louis after I take a break and also the standings. But standings are going to change because people are playing right now. Not everybody's off, just the Astros, and there's got to be at least one other team. So I already talked about Tyler White getting uh, designated for assignment. He's gone. Well, today they traded him. They had seven to ten days, what I remember, at least seven, to do something with him or they're going to lose him. And they traded him to the Dodgers for a pitcher, uh, A. Scrub. That was the big joke of the day, A. Scrub, but his name is Andre Scrub. So the next thing, and I just told my wife this about five minutes ago, and she looked pretty sad. She looked really sad. And as bad as I felt for Tyler White, uh, it's com- nothing compares. I mean, nothing compares, but... The difference. People felt bad. People felt heartache for Tyler White. Oh, he's a he's an Astro. He gave us a few exciting moments. But when they announced today that Correa is going to be back on Friday, you should be happy. But the downside is Tony Kemp got designated for assignment and not Miles Straw. I thought it would be Miles Straw, but it wasn't. So the same thing's probably going to happen. They're going to have to get something for him. I cannot believe that Tony Kemp is no longer an Astro. Uh, my wife looked very sad. She said, actually, if I quote her, I hate when they do that. But the Astros are so good. I said that last time. They're so good that someone like Tony Kemp just can't cut it. If Brantley wasn't there... He'd still be on the team. So next up for the Astros are the St. Louis Cardinals. I'll give you the pitching matchups. I I think I just said that five seconds ago. But, so thinking about Carlos Correa coming back, 
Uh, A.J. Hinch was saying that he was considering putting him in the sixth spot in between Alvarez and Yuli Gurriel. So that means Alvarez is going to hit fifth, Correa is going to hit sixth, and Yuli Gurriel, the player of the month, if they haven't announced it yet, he's got to be. He's going to be hitting seventh? That's nuts. Uh, So Altuve, just how good has he been? I wish I had the month numbers. But check this out. Jose Altuve, on June the 21st, he was hitting 248. He is now hitting, after Wednesday's game, 287. 40 points, almost 40 points. I think it's 39. 40 points in one month for Jose Altuve. Do you remember when I told you that Justin Verlander gave up a lot of home runs? Well, I just saw a stat on Twitter before the show getting ready. 28 of uh, Verlander's 88 hits. 28 of his 88 hits. Home runs. The ex- There's no exact math, but short math. That's one out of four. I told you he gave up a lot of home runs. One out of every four hits, 25% of his hits are home runs. That's nuts. 35. Check this out. Verlander has given up 47 runs this year. 35 are via the home run. Solo, three run, whatever. 35 of his 47 runs come from hitting home runs. That's amazing. So going back to the Wade Miley game, that's what I'm going to call it. Tuesday is the Wade Miley game. Anybody can call it that. So I put a poll out there. Who is to blame for the ninth inning? Who's to blame? I want to know what other people think, so I put it out. And this is one of my most answered uh, polls so far. A.J. Hinch, Wade Miley, or Osuna? I'm going to tell you the numbers, and then I'm going to tell you my opinion. Wade Miley, 7%. A.J. Hinch, 40%. And Osuna, 53%. Half of the people... Blame AJ, I mean, blame uh, Roberto Osuna for that ninth inning. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. There is no way you can blame Roberto Osuna for what happened in that ninth inning. Me, I blame AJ Hinch. You can't blame Wade Miley. Wade, You can blame him a little. Wade Miley wanted to go back in there. A.J. Hinch probably didn't want him to go back in there. But the aura of pitching a full game, a complete game, was there. Okay, you win eight innings. But he had like 94 or 97 pitches. I think it was a mistake. So, Roberto Osuna did not decide that Wade Miley, with almost 100 pitches, was going to go in that game. 
He didn't decide that. Wade Miley is the one that said, yes, I can do it. A.J. Hinch is the one that told Miley he could go do it. Wade Miley is the one that put those two runners on base. If Osuna would have started the inning with no runners on and gave up a home run, we wouldn't have lost. I mean, you can't blame Osuna, but yet 53% of you do. But I think you're wrong. I don't want to make you mad. I don't want to argue with you, but I don't see how you can blame Osuna. I don't blame him. So I wrote down here about scrub. A scrub, big joke. We, we dropped a scrub for a scrub, whatever. So let me tell you a little bit of stuff about scrub. He's 21-6 and six with a 2.37 ERA. You're thinking, wow, why would they give this guy up for Tyler White? 10.3 strikeouts per nine inning. That's a strikeout per inning. I can take that. And he's a relief pitcher. So I think this is like four or five years. He's, I think he's 24 years old. It's like four years of minor league ball, and he's in double A. So he can't be that good. And another thing about him, he's rule five eligible. So if he... So he's he's assigned to Corpus. So what are the odds that he's going to go from getting traded for Tyler White to getting sent to Corpus to actually contributing to the Astros this year? I don't know. I think it's slim. So I just said, I think I said this. He's Rule 5 eligible. And what this means is that in the wintertime, after the World Series, during the offseason, when the Rule 5 draft starts, they can get them. Somebody can take them from us. But let's look at it another way. We got rid of a player that we no longer wanted. We got rid of a player that had no trade value or we would have traded him. If he had some trade value, we would have traded him before we DFA'd him. We would have traded him. But he had no trade value. And now we traded him for a guy that we don't even know we're going to keep. But how good can he be? Four years. Four or five years. I don't even know the total. Four years at least because he's 24. Four years of minor league baseball and he's in double A. Is that good? I don't know. I don't know. So one more thing before we get to uh, the, a small break here is I talked about Madison Bumgarner being a trade target. I wouldn't mind it. But what's starting to come up a lot, and I don't know if it's because I'm friends. I, is it called friends? Are you friends with someone on Twitter? You follow them. So I follow someone on Twitter that's from Canada and he was on an episode a long time ago. His name's Chris. And he must talk about it a lot. Because I see Strowman a lot. I see Strowman a lot getting traded to the Astros. But I don't know if it's going to happen. So I see Bumgarner, Strowman. And what I've seen lately is Noah Syndergaard. This is the big name coming up. And this would be amazing. Could you imagine having Verlander, Cole, and Syndergaard going to the playoffs? And Wade Miley? 
with that lineup we have, oh my goodness, we, we would be so hard to beat. But the asking price for Syndergaard is a top 30 player. Top 30 and, a, and like three more people, I think. So it's, it's a big haul. But it just depends. Do you want to win now? Verlander is 36. Garrett Cole is probably going to be gone after this year. They haven't signed Springer yet. Carlos Correa is probably going to be a Yankee in a couple of years. I mean, when are you going to be this good again? Do you do it? Do you pick them up? I don't know. Do you, I don't know. Do you have to go all in with this lineup? Like, why worry about these guys in the future? It'll only bite you in the butt if you don't win it all. But if you win it all, you won't worry about it. You won't be like, oh man, look how good Tyler White is. Or look how good this other guy is that we traded. Look how good uh, Kyle Tucker is. But you know what? We gave you Kyle Tucker, but we won the World Series in 2019. So it's okay. But if you do it and you don't get anything out of it, it's a bad move. But we'll see. Uh, Luno, he said the Astros are going to get a starting pitcher. There's no doubt. I, I will be super shocked. Super duper shocked. If they don't get a starting pitcher. There's no way. There's no way there's no way they won't do it. Well, we'll be right back, folks. I'm gonna go uh get you that the pitching matchups for the game and we'll take a look at the standings and just see what's going on in Major League Baseball. We'll be right back. You're listening to Astros Baseball with Robin Willhouse. All right, so let's look at these uh pitching matchups for the Cardinal series. Uh, the Astros are going with a four-man rotation. Uh, they, they were off today, and I think they're off Monday. Uh, so they have quite a bit of days off, so they'll be able to go with a four-man rotation. So Urquidy, he gets the start on Friday, 1-0 with a 5.54 ERA, and he will take on Flaherty, who is 4-6 with a 4.24 ERA. So a 4.24 ERA isn't totally horrible, but it's not great. Uh, the way he pitched last time, Urquidy, I, I think we can take this one, but who knows. You always have that advantage. You've got the home field advantage for the Cardinals and the fact that they'll probably uh, not use Jordan Alvarez. So three ga- they didn't use them last time we played a National League team, so we'll see what happens. So because of the four-man rotation with the days off, Garrett Cole pitching again. Garrett Cole just pitched Monday. He pitched three games ago, and now he's pitching again. It just seems like he just pitched. But he is 11-5, and five, folks, with a 3.03 ERA. And I'm not making this up. He is facing Ponce de Leon. That, I think that guy was an explorer, a, a uh, Spanish explorer, I think that's the Fountain of Youth guy. I don't know. But the guy's name is Ponce de Leon, and he's 1-0 with a 2.82 ERA. So he's probably like Arquiti just starting out. So advantage Garrett Cole. Um, Wade Miley back on the mound on Sunday, 8-4, 3.18 ERA, and he will be going against D. Hudson, who is 10-4 with a 3.61 ERA. 
So Saturday and Sunday looks like some pretty decent uh, pitching matchups as far as the ERA goes. But De Leon has only probably pitched one time. Uh, Hudson has a 10-4 record, so he's been around uh, so far this year. But a 3, 3.6 ERA isn't too bad. I think it's going to be a tough series. Uh, St. Louis is a pretty good team, but I think the Astros might be able to take them. But once again, we will have Carlos Correa, but no Jordan Alvarez more than likely. So the Astros uh, are now seven and a half games ahead of Oakland. And Oakland is currently playing Texas. I don't have the record. I mean, I don't have the score. Uh, Houston, seven and three in their last 10. And their run differential is 118. Oakland is 86. They used to, they, they actually passed us at one time. Uh, the Angels are at 11 and a half. And Texas is 51 and 51. Hovering around that 500 mark. Uh, Yankees, uh, 647. They're also 7-3, so they're ahead of us. Minnesota, 604. So we are actually better than Minnesota now, and we are number two. And then you look down here, 644 for the Dodgers. And they are only beating Arizona by, oh, 14 and a half. I saw the wild card. So the Dodgers are totally destroying their division uh, the St. Louis Cardinals are tied for first with the Cubs. Milwaukee's two behind. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh are eight and nine, so they're in a tough division. But St. Louis is right there uh, with a 539 winning percentage, 55 and 47. Uh, the Astros have 11 more wins, so the Astros are better. Uh, let's see what the run differential is for the Cardinals. Uh, plus 27. And the Astros are like at 118, 118. So I think the Astros have the advantage in the pitching. The Astros are just a better team. But you have the fact that they're on the road. Uh, the Astros are actually better at home this year. On the road, they are 28 and 23, which is still respectable. And St. Louis is only 28 and 20 at home. So. You know, maybe they don't have a home field advantage. I wish I could see what they were, uh, what you call interleague games, but I can't. But let's look at this stat. This should tell all right here. Uh, St. Louis is 25 and 28 against teams that are above 500, 26 and 28, and the Astros are 43 and 27. That's all you need to know. The Astros are the better team. Hopefully they can at least take two out of three. I'm not greedy. I don't need the sweep. I'm okay with no sweep at all. But let me tell you this, folks. Uh, hopefully Sunday we'll be able to recap this uh, St. Louis series. And hopefully someone will be joining me by the name of Wheelhouse. Uh, Wheelhouse, we missed you here, but I got to go to bed. Um, I do appreciate everyone out there for listening, and hopefully we'll have a Robin Wheelhouse for you on Sunday. We'll see you next time. Astros Baseball.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.